0: Good morning! Coming up on this edition of Sunday Focus, we'll sit down with the new Executive Director of the Sioux Falls Area Humane Society, James Oppenheimer. The Sioux Falls Area Humane Society is one of the many great organizations in the Sioux Empire. They love animals, and their mission is to find all of them their forever homes. That's all coming up on this edition of Sunday Focus. How are you, James?
1: I'm great. How are you? You
0: know what? Doing great. There's there's a lot to get to with the Humane Society. But first, we want to get to know you. You are the new executive director with the Sioux Falls Area Humane Society. So, tell us about yourself.
1: <laughs> well, I'm. thank you for having me on, first yes. of all. I appreciate it and excited to be here. Um, and thank you for getting my name right. Oh, I gosh, truly that. appreciate that. That was That's a long story from back when, Christine, anou- you announced with Sioux Falls City oh, last year. we can get year. into that. We'll get in, we... And uh, there were some name <laughs> issues then, but... <laughs> um known you for a little while and i appreciate you getting my name right um but uh no i'm from england originally that's where the funny accent comes from (laughs) uh been over here for 23 years now uh came over to fargo back in 2000 as part of a one semester student exchange uh back then i was asked to um not buy a jacket in England because they don't make them warm enough. I was told to come to the mall here and mm. uh, buy a Columbia jacket. And that, <laughs> that rang true. And, uh, my mother made me promise to come back in three months and 23 years later, I'm still here. Um, but yeah, went to school in Fargo, went to MSU Moorhead and, uh, met my wife there, Marissa. Um, and we have been married about 19 and a half years. Um, and have two children Henry is a 15 year old at Lincoln in the band and Gemma is a soccer player she's at Patrick Henry right now she's 14 years old just turned 14 um, but we moved around the Midwest lived in the Twin Cities lived in Grand Forks and then were lucky enough to get moved by uh, my one of my old employers Progressive moved us to Sioux Falls back in 2008 and um, been here ever since uh, I worked with uh, Progressive Insurance and then with uh holmes murphy and holt mcdowell in the insurance world and took a leap about and a massive pay cut about seven years ago to go full-time into soccer having been a part-time coach um and yeah i was at dakota alliance soccer Mm -hmm. for uh seven years as a full-time uh tournament director and then as the director of business operations running the business side of the club um taking care of everything financial sponsorship mm-hmm. hr related and coaching at the club um had a lot of success at dasc um won a couple of national titles and took a team to the only south Dakota team ever to u.s youth nationals which is the biggest uh youth soccer contest in the u.s and um, we got to the semi-finals lost to the eventual national eventual national champions Um, And I coached with Augustana. I was an assistant there for a year, Um, coached with Lincoln um, for a year. I was the head coach for four years at Sioux Falls Christian. Um, And I was the director of player personnel for Sioux Falls City FC, um, but made a big leap um, in December out of the soccer world and into the animal world. Um, a (laughs) Tremendous opportunity with um, the Sioux Falls Area Humane Society. So, loving life there right now, and uh, adopting out as many animals as we can.
0: Yeah, this is a little fun North Dakota joke. So, once you came to Sioux Falls, you probably thought, why did I ever go to North Dakota? (laughs) You know, just seeing the comparison there again, small joke. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's how James and I actually met through the Sioux Falls City FC. It's the new women's soccer team around the area, and... You know, we I think we got along pretty well. I thought so. We had we you know, had was a good time. A hard time yes, the first time no, I you, met uh, him, yeah. I gotta be I gotta be honest with you. I couldn't remember your name. Like the first day after meeting you, I, I asked uh, Joel who's also part of the Joel So-Fall Kaskinen, City. Yeah. good guy and I said, Gosh, what's his name again? And I'm like I said, the, the English guy. Like what's <laughs> his, I couldn't think of it. And he's like, Oh, it's James And then when when I saw your last name, I'm like I'm in trouble. Like, as an announcer, I'm like, I'm so in trouble. And I severely botched it. So that's what you were talking about there.
1: But you did a great job. And we had a lot of fun at Sioux Falls City. Four yeah. or five hundred people at every game. And uh, you were out there announcing. I was running around trying to make sure players came on at the right, onto the field at the keeping right the time. and Keeping too. the press clocks in line. And yeah, we had fun. It's, they're going to have a great second season this upcoming year.
0: Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's a different change of pace, what you're doing right now. You went from the soccer field, basically to an office. So what do you think the biggest change has been for you so far?
1: Um, the biggest change so far, it's a couple of things. For me personally, it's really been the uh, the fact that I'm working during the day as opposed to in the evenings. Mm-hmm. Um, the soccer world, I wouldn't start until nine ten o'clock in the morning. But then you get done with a full day of work and then three nights a week and every other weekend you go to the soccer field and um, be working till 10, 11 at night at times. Um, This is a job where I'm there at seven, eight in the morning, work my butt off during the day. But then when I leave at five, six, seven at night, done. And I'm able to actually spend some time with my kids um, and my wife and that's been that's been a blessing of a change and i miss the soccer um i miss a lot of the people i've worked with or worked with and especially a lot of the players that Mm -hmm. i was fortunate enough to influence um but having time with family has been amazing
0: what drew you to this position with the sioux falls area humane society besides thinking you know maybe it's time for a change
1: well I'd been considering a change for a while after spending an entire summer traveling. Um, I'd been thinking about, do I want to really stay in soccer? Is this what I want to do as Mm -hmm. my kids were getting older? Um, And this opportunity came along. Um, I heard about it. Um, Someone referred me to it. Um, But... When I was younger, I was brought up with with animals as an animal lover. My my father still owns horses. Mm. Um, We always had dogs in the house. Um, And just a love for animals was something that um, was always inside me. I'd wanted to be a vet when I was younger, but apparently apparently didn't have the grades to do it. Um, So never fully pursued that. I'd thought about going back to veterinary school, actually, in my 20s.
0: You know, I know someone with experience in the veterinarian school life. (laughs) 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 Not me. I'm talking about my twin sister, of course. But yeah, uh she's graduating in in May, actually. Oh,
1: well, that's awesome to hear. That's exciting.
0: It's exciting. And Um. she can tell anybody it's the hardest four years that she's ever been to. So this is kind of your way of reliving that dream in a way. Yeah.
1: An opportunity. I I did think that at some point I would end up working with animals again. And then this opportunity came along. And um, a mentor of mine said to me a couple of years ago that when you see your next career change, you'll think you're not qualified for the job. It'll seem like a huge challenge, Mm -hmm. but you'll know it's the right position for you. And right from the very beginning through the interview phase I could, It just felt like the right position. I'm not going to say I knew I was going to get the job, but it really felt right from the very beginning. And there's some tremendous people that work there, um, a great board of directors, and obviously some amazing animals. So having a chance to save animals' lives and give them the best care they can has been a true blessing so far.
0: Growing up around pets your entire life, animals, was there a pet that kind of inspired you? (laughs) to take on this position besides your family inspiring you.
1: Well, my... So we have a cat at home. Uh, She is a rescue cat. Um, She came from a terrible hoarding situation. Her name's Gabriella, or Gabby. Um, And she has been really a positive influence in our kids lives and has been a great addition to our family but seeing that where she came from that she she came to us with no hair on her legs Mm. she was a few pounds lighter and she is now a very scared cat and seeing what we've been able to do to her for her just giving her a safe home and then seeing what she's done for our quality of life helps you realize just just what, what a joy animals can bring to a family and how they can help bring people together.
0: If you are just listening right now, James Oppenheimer, he is the new executive director for the Sioux Falls Area Humane Society. So James, in a nutshell, what is your role with the Humane Society? Do you oversee the staff, future adoptees or foster homes?
1: I, so I am the executive director. I run the organization. We have 49 uh, staff uh, for them part time. Um, we have, there are eight that report directly to me and then everyone else reports on up through them. Uh, the humane society itself takes in 8,000 animals a year. Mm. So we have, we're an open emission shelter, which means every single animal that comes to us, we have to take in rehouse um, and treat and figure out what, what we can do. What the best outcome is for that specific animal mission is to be a safe haven and human voice for all animals in need um, I am trying to set the vision for the organization, trying to make sure that we are well funded that organization as organization wise we are well organized um, trying to make sure morale within the group is good and make sure. Be a positive force at the top of the organization. Make sure that these um, that our team members who are working with these animals day in, day out, who get to see some of the hardships these animals go through. make sure they feel supported and appreciated. And if they are supported, appreciated, they do great work, and then the animals are treated better. We move animals through a little quicker to adoption, get them to that adoptable point um, a little quicker. So it's, that's it in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know, sometimes when people go from one job to another, mm. they take skills from yeah. that previous job. So any skills that you're using, that maybe Dakota <laughs> Alliance or Sioux Falls City FC playing. Soccer, soccer with the dogs.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I wish we could play soccer with the dogs.
0: Darn it. <laughs>
1: um what, what was what was kind of interesting was I so my job before, I coached women's soccer. Mm-hmm. Um and so I had forty young teenage female soccer players who were um who listened to me and who I was trying to be a positive influence on. And then within at Dakota Alliance, I had uh, 10 to 20 coaches who were guys who was a much more of a locker room atmosphere. Mm -hmm. And that's why I was trying to run the business side of things. I had thought coming into this job that what I, the skills I would use would be my management skills that with the coaches, really what I found is a lot of the, a lot of what I've used is the, team coaching skills mm-hmm. trying to bring our group of 50 together as one big team may allow people to support each other give them that positive um efficient transparent servant leadership that i try and bring and try and um utilize those skills like really supporting people listening to them understanding some of the situations that occur because not everything is peaches and cream there um so it's it's been those skills more than the than some of the management skills.
0: What has been your favorite part working with the Humane Society so far? Anything that maybe you've might have already learned?
1: Um, I've learned a ton. Some just seeing some of the animals go out um, have been amazing, and seeing how they've been how they are treated. Um, for example, we had a short we had a capacity. Um, Issue with our dogs Mm -hmm. um, in the recent past and we set a challenge to our adoption counselors to try and get we we put a social media blast out and um, we set a challenge to our counselors to try and adopt out 30 dogs um, in a week Mm -hmm. Um, and they ended up adopting out 33 dogs 26 cats and 3 small animals 62 animals in a week moving out seeing the success that the group had making that happen was so rewarding and knowing that adoption itself it's a combination our kennel staff have to take care of the animals our vet staff spare new to the animals they make sure that they're healthy um our marketing people push the animal push uh, so people like can see what animals available are available our humane officers mm-hmm. um do a lot of treatment then our adoption counselors help well, our behaviorists make sure animals are adoptable and are well-behaved and the counselors uh, adopt them out so it's a true team effort and seeing that happen was really rewarding but i'll give one example of some little things that yeah. if it's okay some little things we see um i was walking around i like to kind of Take a stroll through, see, so say hi to the dogs and the cats occasionally. Oh yeah!
0: Um,
1: if ever you're stressed out t- during the day, walking into the cat room for five minutes is like complete bliss. <laughs> 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 um, walking into dog rooms has the opposite effect. Oh boy! Um,
0: <laughs>
1: the, the dogs are beautiful, but they will start yeah. barking and asking for treats a lot. Um, but. I walked into, um, what was a cat room, uh, one of our new cat rooms. I'm looking around at the cats and I turn around and we have, um, Alyssa, one of our, uh, kennel staff was sitting there eating her lunch on the floor and I asked her what she was doing. And behind the door, there was this teeny tiny little dog that had just been dropped off that was nervous and terrified in the cat room, but in a separate cage. And she said she'd just, he'd been dropped off. She'd noticed he was nervous, so she decided to, to eat her lunch there sitting next to him and just try to help calm him down a little bit. And that sort of level of caring is what happens. And that, just seeing that was kind of a heart-melting moment and yeah. something that made me realize how much these people care.
0: Are you trying to make me adopt a well, if, dog right now, James?
1: Well, you know, I know you're engaged, and a ah. great wedding present for anyone to buy you would be a new dog or Gosh. cat. We have many available. Well, cause... you
0: were trying to. <laughs> this is this is kind of funny. You uh, were trying to offer me a snake because well, you're trying you like... to adopt a snake. We too. did have a
1: snake to adopt out. Uh, that's gone now, so you don't need to take it. But oh, and we,
0: good. <laughs> we
1: did have a skinny pig, a hairless skinny pig.
0: You're kidding.
1: Um, that was that was there for a while. We had a pig for a while. That was interesting. Wow. Uh, we had to keep it in the in a cage in our bathroom because you can't put them by dogs right um so the pig did get a didn't get adopted it went out to rescue it did not (laughs) did not go anywhere else it was it went out to a sanctuary somewhere um but yeah we got some interesting animals in um we had four gerbils um surrendered uh a week ago it was three females and one male and so we had to separate the male out initially. Yes. Um, and the we clean out the the they get fed and cleaned every mm. about twice a day. Um, so someone went and fed the gerbils in the morning, came back in the afternoon, and one of them had given birth. Oh no! The problem was figuring out which one of them, oh, <laughs> which no. one of the four gerbils had had the. Um, Had had the litter So there was a bit Of gerbil watch Going on It was like an episode Of Jerry Springer For animals
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right Which one of you Did it
1: We we figured it out In the end But That was quite an entertaining... Uh, <laughs>
0: it's never a dull Morning. moment, no, is it, James?
1: never a dull moment. So if you want a baby gerbil, we have plenty well, of those, too. Um,
0: I will have to take a little bit of a pass on that for now. <laughs> but if you are not just listening, James Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer, he is the executive director with the Sioux Falls Area Humane Society. I was so good up until that point. Now, you were talking about how yes recently the humane society was at capacity for its dogs and it was on the website on your social media Mm -hmm. pages now i was telling you before we started this interview i can't remember a time when the humane society was at capacity when it comes to the dogs there so what did that mean for you guys and can you say how many dogs are currently there at the moment?
1: Uh, yeah, absolutely. So we get close to capacity in the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the winter, it's pretty rare that we have this many animals in. And we saw this big influx of dogs. And adoptions were actually up from where mm-hmm. they usually are. But just this huge influx of dogs. And there's all kinds of different theories as to whether they were COVID dogs that were being returned. Um Or just whether we'd had a few we hadn't had a lot of seizures it was just a a lot of surrender that dogs um and it takes a while to get a dog to become a to adoptability if they're not spayed or neutered we have to um neuter them or newer to our spay them every animal that goes out um, is and so that delays the process a little bit so more dogs come in our vets can only do a certain number mm-hmm. of operations a day. It takes a while. So we ended up with a huge amount, number of dogs there and we were running out of kennel room. We were to the point where a big seizure, because we do all animal control for the area, a big seizure of six, seven dogs and we were going to be in trouble. Mm. We we're going to be putting down drop kennels, which are about half the size of a normal kennel, just to get another animal in. Again, we're an open admission shelter. We have to take everyone. Um, so we put this big social media blast out. Um, we're on TV. We emailed our 9,000, email our email list of 9,000. We dropped everything on Facebook. We got 40 some thousand Facebook followers. Um, just a big blast of, hey, come help us. We uh, lined up a ton of adoptions and 62 animals were adopted out. Um, so we are no longer at capacity. However, it doesn't take much to get us back there. Um, right now we have 245 animals in care. There are 43 cats available and 38 dogs available and wow. you can find them on our website.
0: No. Yeah. These, I mean, just seeing these animals on your website, again, makes me want to adopt more so than what I already <laughs> do. But what's, uh, talk about a, maybe an animal, specifically a dog, that maybe just came into the shelter. Because sometimes, like you said, you don't know their stories and you don't know their whole background.
1: We have a lot of animals available. Um, Dixie, she's a beautiful little black and white.
0: There's an article on all the radio websites, on the Results Town Square Media websites. She's actually featured in this article. And just reading her description, she just seems like a sweetheart.
1: Very, very well-mannered, beautiful dog. Um, We have a couple of puppies in there. Um, We did. Trying to think if we got. We don't have a a lot of purebreds in there. There's a number of different pit bulls that are in there right now. Um, I think Maurice has been around for quite a Mm -hmm. while. He's a brown pit bull that's beautiful animal and. Is more than ready to have an Another owner. Another dog
0: on the article, actually. <laughs> oh, really? I just, I, I love those dogs that maybe are a little bit older or have been mm-hmm. in the humane society for a little bit. So, when someone wants to adopt these dogs or animals, what are some of the qualifications?
1: Well, we, we try and match up animal and owner together as well as we can there are certain qualifications you have that you have to have you need to live in a house or an apartment that um, allows pets and we do check on that we're trying to minimize number of returns um you need to i'm trying to think basically prove your residence prove that you if you have another animal we do a dog introduction Um, but we're looking for pet lovers animal lovers if you Money can be a boundary, um, can be a barrier to adoption. Um, We try to break that by making sure that we can provide food if you would like food um, and trying to make it as affordable as possible for you. Um, We're looking for people that love and care for animals. If you can prove that, if you have a stable residence and you can show that you can care for the animal you don't have some kind of a history um, mm-hmm. that may cause us to have doubts about it, um, then you're you're a good candidate for adoption. And we make we try and make it as easy as possible to adopt. We look for appointments if we can. Um, the 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 best way to do things, go to sfadopt.com um and figure out which animal you would like. Um Click on the adoption form at the bottom of that animal's page. Then you fill out the form, and it's pretty simple. You're just asking yeah. for name, address, um, if you have other animals, that sort of thing. And then our staff will call you within 48 hours, set up an appointment. And if you have a do- an animal you really want, and this is something I didn't understand before yeah. this. If you have an animal you really want and you're specific about that animal... When we contact you and you say, okay, set up an appointment, we'll, we then put that animal adoption pending. So no one can swoop in ahead of you and steal the animal away from you. Um, so you come in, you meet it. And even if that particular dog doesn't work out for you, we use our matchmaker system to say, hey, what about this dog? What about this yeah. dog? Um, so, yeah, we're open 11 to 6, most uh, six days a week. Um, you can walk in. We prefer appointments. If you walk in, we'll probably make you fill out the same paperwork anyway. Um, and uh, we hope you leave with a with a, a forever friend.
0: Aw, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Now, the Sioux Falls Humane Society wouldn't be who they are without the donors and volunteers. And there is an event coming up this April, Saturday, April 15th. Yes. It's the biggest event for donors. Pause to celebrate... And for the first time, I'm emceeing this event, so I don't want to mess up your last name. So this is good <laughs> practice for me right now. So, James, for anyone who hasn't been to the Pause to Celebrate event, why don't you tell us a little bit about it?
1: Yes, Pause to Celebrate is a really exciting event. We have an amazing MC this year. <laughs> <laughs> That's really all, they, all people need to know, isn't is it, Christine? Is that all they need to know? Um, it is April 15th. Uh, our goal is to raise over $70,000 towards the Humane Society and to help um, us continue to uh, be a safe haven for um, and a human voice for all animals in need. Um, we have a live auction that um, features 10 phenomenal uh, prizes. Um, I know there's a guitar in there. There's a rumor that there might be something signed by Billie Eilish in there as well. Ah! Um and uh, then we have a silent auction as well uh over the course of the evening uh we'll have various speakers there's a heads and ta- heads or tails game mm-hmm. that goes on it's really a fun gala evening um to uh come out celebrate uh what we do at the humane society and also an opportunity to donate towards the humane society and just learn a little bit more about what what we do it's at the event center mm-hmm. Uh Saturday, April fifteenth. if you would like to buy a table or buy tickets, go to our website again, sfadopt.com. Um and it is under events, but I believe there's a banner at the very front on the very front page of our website right now where you just click on there for tickets. Um and uh, you have to go on there and see what the price of a ticket is. But it is well worth it. Every penny goes towards giving the animals a safer home.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, being there On not the obscene side of it, but just as a a patron, as someone who supports the Humane Society, they also have sometimes dogs that are up for adoption. Sometimes they're puppies, sometimes they're toddlers, as I like to call them, they're two or whatever, (laughs) but there's so many reasons why people should attend this event. It's what you said, James. It's not just because it's an event to go out and have fun, Mm -hmm. but it's also a benefit that helps the animals, and it helps the Sioux Falls area Humane Society Even more so, for anyone that has any questions about this event, about the Humane Society, maybe you need some donations right now that can include monetary donations, blankets, anything we love money. Yeah, where do they go? Um, any we accept
1: any donation, food is great, blankets are huge. We, every animal, and we house. About 300 animals at a time, they all get a blanket a day or two in their kennel. And our laundry pile is crazy every day. There's constantly mm. running laundry. Blankets are, blankets are great. Financial donations are always appreciated. It costs about three and a half million dollars a year to run this organization. Um, and we heavily rely on the um, generosity of the Sioux Falls community to help us um, continue to fund and continue to function um you can bring stuff in to the humane society we're located um up on benson uh just east of i 229 if you drive north on 229 you'll see a massive billboard on the left <laughs> side of the road pointing you where to get off um and we're just a quarter of a mile off the highway um you can give us, if you have any questions, any want any information, give us a call 605-338-4441 or go to our website sfadopt.com and uh, we'll be able to tell you all kinds of uh, fun information. We also uh, have an army of volunteers that come in and help us out walking dogs. I should say every dog or cat We try and get 20 minutes of playtime or human interaction a day, and that takes a lot of people to make that happen.
0: All right, awesome. Once again, it's James Oppenheimer. He's the new executive director with the Sioux Falls Area Humane Society. James, look forward to seeing you in April, and thanks for giving us some of your time today. Yeah,
1: well, thank you so much for having me on, and uh, we'll look forward to our April event, and uh, thank you
0: again. Sunday Focus is a public affairs program of Results Radio, Town Square Media, Sioux Falls.